Hey everyone, Ann here with your June, or I say my June Embrace the Hell Yeah conversation. I've had a great month of podcasts. I hope you've tuned into some, but if you haven't, I've kicked it off with Katherine Durston, who is a RD2B who had a very unique path to becoming a dietitian. She actually started working on a produce farm and that's how she got interested in dietetics, but is still continuing to do that work and hopes to have a future career in agriculture and um, just a really great, really great conversation with her. Second was Jenny Westerkamp of All Access Dietetics. She is a awesome dietitian who created this amazing resource for dietitian students and dietetic interns to help them be successful with uh, achieving their goals as far as their internship and passing the RD exam. She's been doing this business for a long time and it's interesting how she got started. So if you're interested in what Jenny does and can be helpful for future dietitians, definitely check out that podcast. And then I had Jessica Schroeder, who is a local Iowa girl, so it was nice to do a podcast in person. And I love uh, Jessica's passion for dietitians as well. There's kind of a theme this month of helping out dietitians. But she uh, definitely has had an interesting career in her short dietetic life, which I always call short because it's less than mine. But she has started her own business as well. She's local to the Des Moines area, and she's starting to employ dietitians herself. So take a listen to all the things that Jessica's been working on. Um, Her passions outside of dietetics are really great too. So a good conversation to tune into. And then I ended it with Sarah Hall, who is a dietitian who found entrepreneurship because she kind of wanted to do a side hustle while she was working her clinical job. And now she is just helping other dietitians find success as entrepreneurs themselves. So she is a nutrition, or I should say a dietetic coach, dietitian coach, and she's doing some great things herself. And I love her honesty about uh, her goals, why she did this whole entrepreneurship and why she does help dietitians. Which leads me into my topic of conversation this month, and that is getting us dietitians a seat at the nutrition table. And I say it that way is because I just don't feel like, you know, this is something that has came up in conversation so many times with dietitians. We've got so many other people out there providing nutrition information, nutrition noise, and we have got to start we kind of got to start kicking them out of the way. And there's no really kind way of saying that, but we have got to start being a little bit more forceful. We need to start working a little harder and we need to start making sure that we have a seat at every table that is having some type of nutrition conversation. So how do we do that? That's a really good question. There is no other way to say this, but we can't be so passive and we can't be so... I think I, I think our profession is very, we're very kind. We went into dietetics because we wanted to help people. You know, no one said when, you know, you're going to be a dietitian that you're going to make a million dollars because we knew that was not going to happen. We knew that we were not going to be those people that were going to make tons of money by being a dietitian. We just really wanted to help people. And I think our kind spirits and the people that we are when we decide to be dietitians leads us to not being very forceful when it comes to saying no, saying that's not right, or kind of telling other people kind of where their place is and where our place is. And so I think it's important that we start taking some ownership for our expertise. We start letting those other perfect 
health professionals, air quotes, like trainers and health coaches, letting them know that their information is incorrect, whether you see that in person, whether you see that over social media and saying, you know, hey, that's not right. And I'm a nutrition expert and I'm the one that's going to kind of say this is right. This is what you should be sharing or this is why those people need to come to me and not to you because I know this information much better than you do. Or maybe you see a health coach or a trainer that's sharing information and you know a dietitian that is really more educated in that uh, subject that you should say, hey, you know, this person would be a much more resourceful person to get information about that topic from. You're not providing that correct information, but this person can. And I think we need to stop being scared of doing that. We also need to stop being scared of wanting to make money in our profession. We do not need to be making $17 an hour as a registered dietitian. And that is happening still. There are dietitians being hired at super low rates. And yes, we want to help people, but yes, we still deserve to be paid appropriately. And that is part of having our seat at the nutrition table, letting people know that you are worth more than they're willing to pay you. And sometimes we just have to say no to jobs because that's not valuing our expertise or our worth. And we also need to let those pioneers who are entrepreneurs like Jessica, like Jenny, like Sarah, who are paving the way to set those standards a little higher. And those are the people that it's hard for them because they know that they're going to get pushback. But for every pushback they get, they get lots of good positive reception. So they're the ones paving the way to increase our value and seeing and showing that we're worth more than what some places are willing to pay us. There's no right way to being a dietitian. There's no right way to tell someone, hey, you should be this kind of dietitian versus this dietitian. But those entrepreneurs or those people that are going into a job interview and are letting these employers know, I would like this amount per hour or I expect this salary. Those are the people that are adding value to our profession because they're making us at a better standard when it comes to paying us for our expertise. So we need to start setting kind of the tone for um, putting value on our jobs, putting value on our expertise, and not letting all these other people that don't have the education get paid more than us or make more money than us or make louder noise than us. We need to be the ones doing all of those things. And I think people like Jenny and Jessica and Sarah do a fantastic job of that. They're real about their story. They share their journey, how hard they work to get there, but they also are willing to help other dietitians do the same thing. And so again, it doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur that you're going to have your own or if you're going to have a side hustle or if you do work a job that you do have a salary from. You know, if you do, if you've been in a, a job for a while, you know, maybe in your next review, you really give a hard look of all the things that you've contributed to your job, write those things down and go into your next review with some solid uh, information saying, you know, I provided this service for your company and I feel I am valued at this amount for my future raise. 
or if you're going into a side hustle and you're going to do some nutrition counseling, make sure that you're putting a price tag on it that really reflects what you feel like you deserve to be paid. You know, making those um, expectations and those requests are not a bad thing. And that's the only way we're going to get a seat at the nutrition table is if we start making sure that we add value to our education, our expertise, and what we can provide to the world because there's so many people out there that need us and that will forever need us. Nutrition is something that's always going to be there. So this is your pep talk to let yourself have, you know, the grace to know that you're worthy of a little bit more money, that you can make money in our profession and that's okay. You are valued as far as your expertise and you do need to step up and tell, call other people out, let them know that their information is not correct or, you know, sharing that you might be a better fit for someone who's seeking out that nutrition information instead of Joe, the trainer down the street, who's just kind of pulling things out of the air. And that's the stuff that needs to stop. We need to start putting those people back into their places of employment and let them focus on their expertise. And we will start taking over where we should have always been sharing our expertise. So don't be scared. Put on your big girl and big boy pants and make sure that you're getting that seat at the table.